0: Inside Sources with, with Boyd, Boyd Matheson, Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on the extended version of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you on a Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, we've been talking through some of the challenges, some of the things that happened over the course of the weekend. Uh, the battle between President Trump and uh, Representative Elijah Cummings. And obviously that's the, the kind of rhetoric that we've kind of devolved into, it, to me, is what prevents us from accomplishing the things that need to be done. And it, I, I find it really interesting that the, uh, the Democrats are uh, in Detroit today and will be having debates tomorrow and Wednesday night, and it'll be interesting to see where their discussion goes Will they, will they have a discussion about principles and policies? Will they have a discussion about the differences that they have? Will they talk about elevating things? Uh, also, just an interesting uh, insight there, we'll probably come back to this in the uh, 2 o'clock hour, uh, is will they come up with solutions that can only come out of Washington, D.C., or will they try to push more back to the states where you can have much a much more tailored approach to so many things? It, it is one of the things that I've – Really appreciated about uh, Representative Rob Bishop over the years uh, is his commitment to federalism. Federalism being this idea that the more we can push to the states, uh, the better off uh, it's going to be, as opposed to trying to do this one size fits all uh, from from Washington. Um, so again, as as you look at the rhetoric that's that's going on out there, uh, where does it take us, and and what do we do about it? Uh, to me, that's always always the question, and. Uh, You know, I was I was in Detroit uh, last week uh, for something that was just really elevated. You had people from across the political spectrum. You had people who disagreed on their politics a lot, Uh, but they were all there as as part of this NAACP National Convention talking about how do we get to better solutions? and it was really interesting the the uh, president ceo of the NAACP and i know for some of you you're, you're used to hearing the n a a c p which is how they uh, have been known for for years and years but they've been trying to change that uh, because they're they're not an auto dealer and they're not a, a uh, athletic conference uh for colleges it's the n a a c p and they're trying to change that Uh, in their own members and everyone else. And and out of respect to that, uh, we want to follow suit, uh, that it is the NAACP. But they've entered into a a really interesting partnership with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints uh, to not focus on doctrine, but on principles, principles that help inner-city families and communities. And so they've worked to take the, the church's a curriculum around self-reliance, financial literacy, education, upward mobility, and, and tailor that to, to the inner city needs. And to watch that take place, that it doesn't require any government funding, doesn't require state funding. This is people helping people. This is teaching people how to fish. This is teaching principles that apply to everybody. And so the contrast is really interesting to me that uh, just a week ago, that's what was taking place in Detroit. And it will be interesting to compare and contrast that to what takes place tomorrow. How much of tomorrow will get eaten up uh, by rhetoric, angry rhetoric, uh, rhetoric that's designed to elicit that kind of angry passion, anger, fear, frustration, as opposed to civil dialogue, conversation, and solutions. The president of the NAACP, Said we are interested in new solutions, not old conversations. The old conversations are tired; uh, they don't move us forward. They're not helpful. So let's get to new solutions. That's uh, that's the real key. All right, I want to take a a little bit of a breath here as uh, we come towards the top of the hour. Uh, You know that we always finish the program by saying, "See something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something." That makes a difference, and we we have to get to that. And can we sneak this in? Let's sneak this in. I want this is part of an interview I did with Todd Sylvester uh, that to me talks about how do we do something that makes a difference.
1: I had an amazing experience that changed the course of my life forever at a lemonade stand. You know, I was uh, in the process of trying to get clean. I was addicted to alcohol and other drugs. I had done everything under the sun, but even worse than that, I was just a miserable person. I, mm-hmm. I honestly had thoughts of not wanting to be here, wanting to end yeah. my life, and you know, which kind of goes hand in hand with addiction. Um, you get you get that hopeless feeling, and yeah. And I was really struggling, and at the same time, I was a bartender, which is not good for an alcoholic.
0: (laughs) Not a a great place to be for an alcoholic,
1: (laughs) right? At the time, I thought it was great—free booze. You know, this is awesome. And but as a bartender, um, you you get—you know—I get tips from the waiters and waitresses, and then also anyone that would sit at the bar. And I got really good at getting tips. I would—I'd always give the first drink free. And, you know, so like, oh, now it always guarantee me a pretty good size right. tip. Uh, I'd also get a lot of change. People would leave change. And, and so I'd keep this change in the cup holders of my car, like nickels, dimes and quarters. And, you know, I was I was kind of like in relapse mode. I had a really amazing experience with a friend. You know, I I, I had said a prayer for the first time in my life asking for help. And I, re, I, I actually received some help. But from that point up until this moment at the lemonade stand, I was still really struggling. This voice in my head was telling me I was pathetic and no good and you'll never be clean. And, you know, just this this vicious cycle of misery. Yeah. And I'll never forget it. I was driving. It was on a Saturday. It was a beautiful sunny day. And I was driving out of my neighborhood. And I, out of the corner of my eye, see this little girl selling lemonade. No big deal. I drive right on past. And... I had this impression come over me, it's like, you know, turn around, and give her all the money in your car. And at this particular time, I had about $40 worth of quarters, nickels, and dimes. Oh my God. I mean, and, you know, is what you always refer to as it was one of those Kairos moments. Mm. But I didn't know it at the time. I'm like, well, that'd be cool. Let's give this girl all this money. So I flip my car around and I pull up, and there's this cute little fourth grade girl sitting there, you know, smiling. And I said, how much? And she said, 25 cents. I said, I'll take one. So she pours it, you know, hands it to me. Set, I set it on the dash and I tell her to cup her hands. And I said, cup your hands here and hold on. And I start scooping all this money into her hands, right? And she's freaking out. She's like, no way. I'm like, hold on. I got more, you know, and I just keep scooping. And it takes me like eight or nine scoops to get all of it. And I'm I'm getting into every little you know one I can find. And I'm like, here's more, and she's just freaking out, and she's just beaming. Yeah. And the last scoop, she drops on a table and runs into her house.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: And in my mind, I'm thinking she's gonna go tell her parents some dude just gave her a million bucks. <laughs> right? And as I pull away, you know I don't you know for the listeners out there, I don't know if you've ever cried so hard you feel like you're cleansing your soul. Mm. This was a soul cleansing cry. I have to pull my car over and I just start to cry. And for the first time I could ever remember, I actually made someone's day because as a drug addict, you become very self-centered. It's mm-hmm. it's like, I'm going to rob from you. I'll cheat you. I'll manipulate you to get yeah. what I want. Right. And here I am doing something. I made this girl's probably decade. Wow. Right. And I have to put my car in park because I'm crying so hard. And I just put my face in my hands and sob. And I cried for like, I don't know, a long time. It felt like 20 minutes. And uh, in that moment, I felt like I mattered. I wanted to be clean. Hmm. I wanted to help other people. I'm like, I want to do this again. And, you know, a lot of addicts kind of have this mentality of all or nothing. Right. right. And I had it. And I still do. (laughs) I'm all in or I'm all out. And I said, if this girl's there next Saturday, I'm going to give her all my money. So on purpose, the next Saturday I drive by, and sure enough, there she is selling lemonade yeah. again, and I give her all my money <laughs> again, and I do this every Saturday for the next two and a half months. Wow! And every time I pull away from there, I, I start to cry again, and this desire of being clean and wanting to be good and realizing I am good mm-hmm. was just you know sitting you know in my soul again and igniting. There's a famous quote by Ferdinand Foch. He says the most powerful weapon on earth is a human soul on fire. Mm. This lit my soul on fire. It really did change the course of my life.
0: All right. That's Todd Sylvester. We're going to talk about this a little more once we get to the other side of the the news, because to me, this was both inspiring uh, and made a difference, not just for the little girl at the lemonade stand, uh, but literally transformed Todd. And as a result, has transformed countless other lives that were addicted or in need of real healing. And so see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, do something that makes a difference. Time to step aside. This is Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Inside sources. Inside sources. Behind the scenes experience in Washington and around, around the, world. World, the world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, Matheson on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. TV. Welcome back, everyone. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on an extended version of Inside Sources. We'll be with you all the way until three o'clock today. So stay tuned. A lot more ground to cover. Uh, if you missed our our first hour and a half, uh, we had some uh, great conversation with Representative Rob Bishop from Utah's first congressional district, uh, who announced here today that uh, he will not be seeking re-election. He will his promise that he's been uh, reiterating for a long time uh, that he would not run in 2020. And uh, But it was interesting and fascinating to listen to Rob go through his process. Uh, obviously, there are always reasons to stay in office. There are always people chirping in your ear about why the country needs you for just one more round, just one more time, just one more election. Uh, Most of those usually come from uh, campaign staff or consultants who can uh, make a lot of money off of one more run. Uh, But I love the fact that Rob Bishop went through a process to assess and make sure that he was doing everything for the right reasons. What was the vision? Why was he going to stay? And then ultimately to come to that conclusion uh, to keep his commitment and to not seek reelection in 2020. So that will uh, officially open up uh, the first congressional seat uh, for a, a brand new person. So that uh, primary becomes very interesting, very quickly. So uh, there's a lot of names uh, floating out there. So we'll monitor all of those and see how uh, that shakes out as we really ramp up. Uh, we are not that far away. I suspect that as soon as we get to Labor Day, things will uh, really heat up here in the state of Utah. Uh, Rob also did mention that he is thinking through the possibility of a, a run for governor and rightly said, he's going to go through that same process and establish, is there a vision? Is there a reason? Is there a cause uh, and something that he could uniquely bring to the table uh, that could be done for the the people of the state of Utah? So again, I, I admire and I applaud both the process uh, and the result uh, with Congressman Rob Bishop. Uh, really a, a great approach, great way to do that. If you missed that uh, go to the KSL News Radio app or to KSL.com and uh, you can pick up the podcast later on this afternoon. Uh, just before the top of the hour break, uh, I played part of an interview I did with uh, Todd Sylvester, uh, who works with uh, many people who are in recovery or who are currently addicted to alcohol or opioids. And Todd has a really unique approach. But in the spirit of our see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, do something that makes a difference, you could probably just put Todd Sylvester's name to the side of that as a definition. Todd does that every day. He always is looking for the inspiring. He sees the good in people in a very unique way. And if you missed the story, I just called it the lemonade stand story, where Todd, as an addict uh, as a selfish, narcissistic, self-absorbed addict, uh, had a moment at a lemonade stand where he, you know, got a lemonade for 25 cents and then just took all of the change out of his cup and coin holders in his car, uh, and gave it to this little girl and it, it changed him. So not only did he make a difference for this little girl who I'm sure was beside herself, uh, She probably made it. It was probably a $40, 25 cent glass of lemonade uh, and a good day at the lemonade stand. Uh, But it literally transformed Todd. And that's always what happens when you choose to do something that makes a difference. You may help somebody else. You may lift somebody's spirits. You may uh, provide some value or a service uh, that someone desperately needs. But I'm telling you, the bigger difference will be the difference it makes in your own soul, in your own head, your own heart, uh, as we really choose to do that. Uh, If you see people out there or you have things that you've experienced where you have either seen something that inspires, someone has said something that uplifted, uh, or you've done or someone else has done something that makes a difference, let us know. Uh, You can always do that on the Utah Community Credit Union text line, five seven five zero zero, or you can also leave a voicemail. If you want to give a little explanation, you can uh, dial 801-575-7668. Again, 801-575-7668. You can leave a a voicemail, and for both of those, do that when it's safe. Safety first, uh, always the rule around here. All right, I want to shift gears a little bit now. Uh, We've been talking about a lot of the politics of it, a lot of the language of it, whether it's the Twitter battle with the president, uh, whether it is uh, what's happening in politics, what will happen tomorrow night in Detroit with the Democratic presidential candidates. Um, We've got to learn to step back and have a different kind of conversation. Now, it doesn't mean that we're not being passionate about things. It doesn't mean that we aren't being convicted in terms of what we believe is right at all. But it is time, it is time for us to, to check the reality of, of what we're thinking, why we're thinking, it, and, and what does it really mean? Because so often in the social media world, our perception of reality is so incredibly wrong. It is off, and it creates this uh, blindness to, to what is real. And so so think of it this way. Uh, So if you you take the fact that 22% of U.S. adults are on Twitter, 22% of Americans are on Twitter, 80% of all the tweets in the Twitterverse come from only 10% of the users. So think about that. 80% 80% of the tweets that are ever tweeted in the Twitterverse come from just 10% of the users. And if if 22% of Americans are on Twitter, that means that you are informing your mind, your decisions, your opinions based on 2.2% of the population. That's not a very good sample size, folks. <laughs> that is not, what is happening in reality. Uh, Our good friend, Arthur Brooks uh, wrote about this in the Washington post uh, over the weekend. And he talked about this incredible gap because of social media in terms of what is real. There was a a journal of politics study that revealed that the average Democrat, the average Democrat believes that more than 40% of Republicans earn more than a quarter of a million dollars a year. So the average Democrat believes that almost half, almost half of all Republicans are are making more than a quarter of a million a year in earnings. Meanwhile, you've got Republicans who believe that 40% of Democrats are LGBTQ. Now, how close are both of those numbers to reality? Not even close not even in the same hemisphere. Just 2% of Republicans make more than 250,000 a year. And 6% of Democrats are LGBTQ. So it just shows you how far off we can be from reality when we're relying on social media as our source for news, for information, informing our opinions, our decisions, our votes, all of those things. And I love the fact that, uh, again, our our friend Arthur Brooks, uh, writing in the Washington Post, uh, says we've got to change that because it really is messing up the accuracy of our assessment and our ability to have conversations about issues that matter. And so when will we learn to really step back and say, wait a minute, uh, this is not it. Uh, Arthur Brooks, uh, I love this line, he said, your political IQ is probably higher after watching reruns of Full House than after an hour of just doing political news based on Twitter and social media. Why? Because it's not reality but it's skewing our perceptions. And I have taught for years that perception is reality for most of us in most settings. If I believe you're an idiot, if that's my perception, then I'm going to treat you like an idiot. If your perception of me is that I'm a, I'm a, I'm an arrogant idiot, then that's how you're going to treat me. Perception is reality. But, but we're allowing our perceptions to be shaped inappropriately because we're allowing our perceptions to be shaped by what we take in from social media, which is not real, which is not the reality of what's going on. It's not indicative of the kind of thinking that's really going on around the country. Uh, and I continue to maintain that we are not that divided as a country. We are not even close to. To what is being served up to us in all forms of, of media today but we have to be responsible for that because we have to get to the reality so we can have a different kind of conversation and that's really what it's all about that's where we've got to get all right time to step aside when we come back uh, we're gonna take a look at some of the pop culture things that are going on uh, amazingly mr muller had an interesting and impactful day on the internet Find out why when we come back. This is Boyd Matheson. You're listening to Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back.